Hi guys, it's Laura Herring. I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. Stay tuned. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Welcome to another edition of On Screen and Beyond. This is episode 116, and I'm Brian Zemreich, your host. And we have a, this is kind of a special edition of On Screen and Beyond. We will, of course, have our regular weekend edition. But uh, tonight, tonight on TV, Laura Herring will be guest starring on Law and Order, Criminal and Intent. And we had the opportunity to speak with Laura, so we wanted to get this one right out for you. And uh, Laura, uh, she's been in a lot of different things. Of course, she was in Gossip Girl. She was in um, David Lynch's Mulholland Drive film, a fantastic film there. And uh, Laura's going to talk about those. She's going to talk about being on Law and Order, Criminal Intent tonight. And uh, be sure to watch that. And uh, she's going to talk about being Miss USA, which she was, and a whole lot of other things. So we hope you're going to enjoy this special episode of On Screen and Beyond. It's coming up, the interview with Laura. Next on On Screen and Beyond. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Today on On Screen and Beyond, our guest is an actress who is a past Miss USA and has played Evelyn Bass, or Elizabeth, on Gossip Girl, and she is known for her unforgettable role in David Lynch's Mulholland Drive. Tonight she will appear on this week's new episode of Law and Order Criminal Intent. It's Laura Herring. Laura, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Oh, hi. It's so great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. So, Laura, tonight... Uh, Law and Order, Criminal and Intent. Uh, what can you tell us about that role? It was so much fun playing opposite Jeff Goldblum. He is such a character. He's so eccentric and just so, so, so much fun to be around. He's such a comedian. Really? And it was, it was kind of hard to concentrate sometimes because I play a very serious uh, matriarchal figure of a U.S. senator's wife mm-hmm. and a uh, general's daughter. She's extremely powerful and very committed to her beliefs, so almost fanatic, and um, so I had to be very still and very quiet, but very powerful, and it was so hard when watching uh, Jeff Goldblum dancing right before I had to my lines, it was really great. You know, and the funny thing is, you know, I'm reading the press release, and it says matriarch. Now, when I think of matriarch, I think of an older woman, and, and you definitely do not fit the older woman. <laughs> I play everything. <laughs> I really appreciate you saying that. Um, yeah, some people are very blown away by by the older characters that I play, mm-hmm. and um, I find it very refreshing to be able to just play everything. You know, right. From yeah. A thirty year old to to a forty five year old or fifty year old. It's it's great as an actor to 
obey the ranger. Yeah. And that's why I'm so grateful that in the, in the, in the last few roles that I've played, I've played these very mysterious, deep, dark characters. And um, even though I have many years' uh, experience in acting, this realm is brand new to me. And I feel like my whole experience within acting has changed because of it. It's so much fun to go into the, the, the imagination so deeply to imagine doing things that you would never do in your personal life. Right. <laughs> so it's, it's very exciting. It's, it's, it's fun, and it's a niche that I found for whatever reason life brought it to me. So, so I'm is, having a good time with it. Is there any particular thing that you do, you know, to get into a role? Uh, you know, you hear people doing different things, and, and uh, is, is there anything in particular that you do? Actually, uh, for me, I think the most important thing when you're about to uh, go on stage or, uh, you know, whatever it is you're doing, television or film, to warm up your voice and your body. When you warm up, you're no longer thinking. And when you stop thinking is when you really become the character role. In order to do that, you have to get into your body, and that's why I love um, sports and getting, you know, I love dancing, I love anything that, that's physical, you know, mm-hmm. Pilates, yoga, jaratonic, and um, so I think that's the number one prep one has to do uh, right before getting uh, on the stage or on camera, but to prepare for a role, there's many ways to go about it. I mean, you have to imagine the music they would play, imagine what their relationships are like with their parents brothers and their sisters, every single thing, you know, when you, when you do uh, play the role, you become it, and somebody can improvise, and you just be so connected to the character, you, you are the character that it's very natural, mm-hmm. what you're saying, and to prepare for a role, you can start from the inside out, or from the outside in, which means wardrobe, hair, makeup, and then go into the bone marrow of the character, or the other way around, um, but you do have to be specific, Now, now, when you were a little girl, did you always want to become an actress? The crazy thing is that um, I, I used to watch the pageants, and my dad used to say, oh, maybe one day you're going to be Miss Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> and that was kind of funny. Um, I never really thought of it. And then when my best friend asked me to prepare a scene with her to read the lines for her, she said, why do you want to be an actress? And I said, this is so strange. I felt the whole thing was very, very strange. And it wasn't until they offered me a role opposite Raul Julia, the great Raul Julia, who played Shakespeare in Spanish and English. It wasn't until then that I accepted just as an experience. I don't even know why. I, I just ended up on set in Texas playing Raul Julia's wife. And she was playing President Santana, mm-hmm. his young wife. And I didn't know what to do. It dawned on me, oh, my goodness, I'm acting. And it was like strange awakening, and, and when I saw him acting for the first time, and he was pacing back and forth, he was about to launch a war, and he was so focused, and he was breathing, and when the camera rolled, he had been so focused that he was roaring like a lion. Those lines were melodic, mm-hmm. they were sing-songy, but just resonant and beautiful, and I had goosebumps, and you hear the pin drop, because there was such magic in the air, and I that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. So so that was your first role? That was the first role, but I didn't have the passion for it when I booked it. It was when I saw Raul Julia that I that I just 
I just had goosebumps. I know that this is what I wanted to do. It was all over my body. I was like, I have to do this. Yeah. And I became very passionate about it. Then I started studying and ended up years later in London at the London Academy of Performing Arts, which is one of the five top um, schools for classical acting. Mm-hmm. And I just became very serious about the acting. Yeah. Now, you became Miss USA, and um, were you, you know, we see it on TV all the time where these, these well, now they're showing the little kids that are two and three years old in pageants. Were you doing pageants that at that age? No, no, no. That was another thing that was kind of uh, a surprise that life brought me. I was actually a social worker in India. Mm-hmm. I had uh, been backpacking through the world, kind of like the Peace Corps, but it was a it was a group called the Round Square Conference, and it was a lot of high school kids got together, um, trained. They were picked two from each school that belonged to this conference, and then we went to do service in um, different countries. And I was in India. I was um, building vegetable gardens, building schools, helping the villagers against the soil erosion. I was doing manual labor work. So when I got back to Texas, school had started, and I didn't know what to do. So somebody told me, "Oh, you should enter the Miss." El Paso pageant it's next month. You'll win a trip to Europe and you'll win a lot of money and you get free, free trips. And so I just had nothing else to do. School had started and so I said, oh, sure. Why not? And I entered and then it wasn't until after that I really realized the opportunities and the confidence that you get and you get clothing and they train you and you speak the press and it gives you confidence and that's when I decided to do that. And so that led to acting. Yeah. And that's how I became so all those other girls who, uh, I'm sure there were many of them that were, you know, Train. training and going and doing all the pageants all the time, and all of a sudden you come in out of the blue and just, well, you won. <laughs> I think that's what the judges like. I think they like the, the, the fresh perspective of somebody, you know, social working and kind of a hippie, and then all of a sudden learning to walk in fields. And it, it wasn't life or death for me. It was more like having fun. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the secret to anything in life. Mm-hmm. particularly in Hollywood, I find I do better when I'm just having fun. You know, if I have to screen test or something, just have fun with it. When I take it too seriously and I really, really want it, I end up not getting it. So it's, um, I think that's, that's my, that's the secret that I found works. It's just have fun yeah. and enjoy your life, you know, and then, and then the good luck comes. Yeah, and you know, I've talked with, I've talked to a lot of different stars and, and they've said the same thing, that when, when they tried, they didn't get it. But when they just went in and, you know, they, they enjoyed, they were having fun, all of a sudden they got it. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I know. When, when during the Mulholland Drive, I was, in, I was building the um, stage for the play that I was doing with Zoo District, who's one of the few theater companies uh, in L.A. that does um, Comedia del Arte, which is a passion I've had for years. And... So what happened was that um, I didn't have an agent. I didn't have a manager. Wow. And the casting director showed my photo to David Lynch. And years ago, he had told me when Twin Peaks, um, he took me to the Twin Peaks premiere, he told me that David Lynch cast from a photo. And I remember meeting him very briefly and thinking, unbelievable that he would use his intuition and cast from a photo. Wow, yeah. At that time, I didn't have the confidence to audition. So I said, God, that would be nice to just be cast and be 
given a chance through a photo. <laughs> and that just shows what a confident director he is. That he, he knows he can get anybody to, to do what he wants to do in terms of you know, yeah. the performance that he wants. So this fast forward 10 years, and she calls me. I don't even know how she got my number. And she says, um, David Lynch wants to see you today. And I was blown away. I said, I, I'm like, I'm, I can't. I'll do it tomorrow. But it, I was having fun with my theater company. I was enjoying just preparing for the, for the play and building the set and changing and hanging out with these actors. And mm-hmm. I was doing Pilates. It was an amazing phenomenon. You have fun, you get good luck. Yeah. Whoever wants to hire you, they find you no matter what, no matter if you don't have an agent or a manager. Yeah, it must have been exciting. I mean, you know, David Lynch. <laughs> and I had an accident on the way to his house. Can you believe that? Oh, you did? On Tuesday, the next day, when I when I told her that I was able to make it, I was so excited about seeing uh, David. My heart was beating, and I was cranked up to the music. I was celebrating in the car, and I rear-ended the car in front of me. <laughs> and, I, and I said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Here, take my license plate, take my number. Here's my insurance card. I said, I'm on, the, I'm on my way to an audition. David Lynch, and I, I'm sorry, I got really excited. And they said, so "Your lucky day, because we're on our way to an audition too." Mm-hmm. And there was, it, you know, it was very easy. They didn't make a big stick about it. They didn't call the police or anything. And, and then I showed up at David's um, office, and his executive assistant. She said, "Have you read the script?" I said, "No." <laughs> and she said, "Mr. Senior, uh, character has a car accident." I couldn't believe it. I started reading it. I just, I was, I just was blown away by the whole thing, and I told her, and she, she thought it was kind of surreal. <laughs> you said, I can play this part. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. I can play this part. I just had an accident. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, you've worked with David a p- couple of times after that, too, right? Yes, I um, I did a TV show for him for his, uh, for his internet project, uh, The Rabbits. And it was Naomi, myself, and this other guy called uh, Scott Coffee. And that was quite an experience. He had the bullhorn. He was like, turn to the right, Laura. <laughs> so I turned to the right as I was saying a line. Oh, my. It was so funny. Uh-huh. Now, any chance you're going to be working with him again at some point? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and, I don't, and, I don't, and I'm not trying to pry because I know... Lately, there's been a lot of buzz on the internet, and I'm not not trying to get into those questions. <laughs> We've been talking about working together again. Really? Yeah. Always working on uh, creative projects, and he's always working on, you know, the next um, film. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's all I can really say right now. Right? Oh, yeah. No, no problem. <laughs> yeah, no, no. But did you see him in Empire? No, I didn't see that one. Oh yeah, that was a cute little movie. He, it took him two and a half years to make. Wow. It all um, on his own, without hmm. a studio, without uh, he did it himself with his camera. Wow! Very remarkable. He's a genius. Jeez. Huh. Now you've worked with a lot of great actors, such as Denzel Washington and John Hurt and John Travolta and uh, Franklin Jella uh, and Forrest Whitaker. I mean, and it just goes on and on and on. Yeah. Are there any particular? actors who you really enjoyed and inspired you? Johnny Depp, I think, is a true inspiration. Really? Oh, Johnny Depp. He is so committed to his characters, and they're all interesting. They're all quirky and different. And he 
has that vulnerability, but that strength and that aloofness that I think very few, um, I don't know, I, I feel like James Dean had it and Ed Westwick from Gossip Girl has it. Mm-hmm. You say it's a vulnerability, but at the same time, there's a, and the aloofness. It's a great combination. And I just think that Johnny Depp is not only talented, but so committed in his, his uh, roles and characters and Working with with the actors you've worked with, uh, were there any of them who were just in awe of working with him? Central Washington, I was I was starstruck with Central Washington. Amazing actor. He's very tall. He's very elegant. He's very eloquent. He's so deep. His eyes just have such depth, and he's a method actor. Mm-hmm. So when his character's having a bad day, he's having a bad day. I just love observing him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very interesting. I love actors. I love all think differently and playing opposite Javier Bardem was uh, amazing and to learn that his, um, his parents were actors and his grandparents on both sides and it's so inspiring he's got the acting gene from both sides of the family how amazing is that yeah Jeez. and then you know I think of my own life and I'm the only actor in the family the only one that's in Hollywood or has been None of my parents were directors or writers, or and I'm just like fresh and new in my lineage, you know. Yeah. And um, I just love it so much. I have such a passion for it that even the even the times where it can get a little hard or the roller coasters on a downslope, uh, my passion for it keeps me in it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a strange love and almost an addiction. Yeah. It's a passion, and you never give up your passion, you know, and so I'm very, very happy, and as I get older, I get happier and happier. <laughs> Something about uh, going down, you know, and being happy with what you have done and not always trying to reach for more and more and more, you know, and I think that at the end of our journey, happiness is what matters, and the love that you shared, the moment that you shared with your family and friends. Yep. You know, I pick the characters that I play very carefully and they all somehow teach me something um, I'll, I'll take a project that people will ask me why it's to get over a fear or to explore a different side of my psyche you know mm-hmm. my consciousness whatever I think that the life as a whole is far more important than what you do you know and so I try to balance my life um, with hobbies with um, friendships and family and everything yeah Huh. And, and, and now, you mentioned Gossip Girl. Um, of course, I'm sure we have a lot of fans out there who, who listen to the show and, uh, and like Gossip Girl. Uh, did you audition for that, or were they looking for you for that role, or how did that come about? You know, um, because I've done so much film, I think a lot of the uh, television executives think that film actors can't keep up with a television pace. And so I actually auditioned for it. I auditioned for it, and then they start asking me, about my background, and, um, and then they asked me about my passport. And they were they were a little bit concerned uh, about whether I'd have an accent, mm-hmm. and, but they took a risk and they had me. Uh, they they hired me and I went and I had the time of my life playing with you know 
Mason Meister and at Ed Westwood, but we were just having fun the whole time. It was fun, and it was so much fun, and it was really cold on the East Coast, which I'm not used to. But um, the work, the creativity of it all, and the discussions with the directors about the characters and where it was going, and the mystery about not knowing if I truly was his mom or not, mm-hmm. you know? And, and the way they left that mystery, I find, I just love the way they wrote it. I love Yeah. TV show, and it's got a lot of um, passion and glamour. So um, I was very proud to be part of it. Yeah. And, and now you mentioned juicy and scandalous. Uh, of course, you you spent some time doing some soaps too. Yes. And um, <laughs> do you find that doing the the you know the everyday grind? And and when I say grind, I, I'm not meaning you know bad, but you know just the. The, the, the amount of lines that you have to learn and everything for that, do you find that a lot more difficult than, than say, working on a film? Yeah, when your storyline is on, on a soap, when, when, when it's your storyline that's, you know, being filmed, I remember I would, it was 40 pages I'd have to learn overnight. Wow. Because those scripts come to you every night. So I felt, I have true admiration for, for people who have to learn 40, 40, uh, 40 lines. I, I like um, primetime TV. I like the series because there's only 10 pages. And it's easy to learn 10 pages. Quite a big difference there. <laughs> it's a big difference, yeah. But then on soaps, and when you're not on, you'll have one or two scenes. Yeah. But the storylines always are going in and out. So, you hmm. know, but um, I, I love the fast pace. I really do. And that, that's exciting. I like that part. Yeah. The adrenaline rush of you don't know where the writers are taking your character. That's kind of fun, too. Yeah, so you never really knew. You're kind of scared because you don't know where they're going with it. Right. Yeah. No matter they, what they, they they put on paper, you're gonna have to play it. Right. You know, are they gonna kill me off or? <laughs> well, and also just going in places that you didn't imagine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another series that you were uh, you, you you had a part on um, was The Shield, and uh, Jay Carnes, who played Dutch, uh, was a past guest on our show. Did you do scenes with Dutch? I love Dutch. He was one of my favorite characters. Yeah. I love Michael. I loved working opposite Michael Chiklis. But Dutch had all those candy bars in the desk and those little <laughs> details that I find to be so endearing. Yeah. And making the character so lifelike. Mm-hmm. I just I thought he was a very popular character because of it. It showed his vulnerability, and he was kind of uh, he was just kind of he was quirky. <laughs> say the oddest things. It just he was a very interesting character. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. He's so great, isn't he? He was such a... Oh, yeah, he was a riot. Yeah, we had a... We had a he was a good, great guest. Yeah, he was a very, very good guest. Um, Am I a good guest? Oh, yes. <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you no. <laughs> but tonight's episode, of course, I haven't seen it yet, so uh, is there any chance of a recurring coming back at some point, or...? I can't say. I can't say. <laughs> you know, uh, the thing that in, in television, the um, directors and the producers and everybody that's you know, involved with the show, they don't like actors who spill the beans. That's right. That's true. Um, and so I have to honor that. I And, and that's the, the part about television that keeps people watching mm-hmm. is not knowing. Right. Yeah. It's not knowing. And there's such a wonderful thing about mystery 
oh, asking yeah. questions. And that's why we love movies like Mulholland Drive, because he's constantly asking questions what this means. Or what, is, is your interpretation the right one? You know, and, um, and so I think that I'm going to let them decide. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Uh, um, I'm so open though right now that I mean I just love television. I love the way that television, the quality of television. I love what's going on mm-hmm. on television right now. I mean the, the shows are amazing. There's, it's not what it used to be. I mean television is is the quality of film. Yeah, yeah. And some TV shows are even better now. So um, you can really get hooked on storylines and um, characters, and uh, I think it's a very exciting time for. Hollywood because of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, personally, I wish they would, you know, and they are, they're moving away from the reality somewhat and getting back to, you know, I, I want, I don't want reality. I want, <laughs> you know, I want the, the, the stuff, there's, escapism. There's a large part of the population that, wa- you know, is watching a lot of reality, which is the reason that a lot of the TV shows kind of, everybody was worried that they were going to disappear. Right. So much reality. And now, again, the episodics are coming back. Yeah. And like you say, maybe. The reason the quality is is better is because they had to do something to draw people back. They had to, yes. Yeah. yeah. I think also it's just become the line between television and film has become a gray line. You, you have directors like Michael Bay involved in TV shows, mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg, yep. and Francisco Coppola. So the quality is so high now that it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter uh, to me if I'm doing a film or a TV. Uh, it's all about the quality of the show and the characters they play. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, the writing has a lot to do with it, that's for sure. Yes. Yeah. The writing is everything. Yeah. The writing is everything. Yeah. You have to start with a great story. Right, yeah. you got to get, get People have to be interested in it, for sure. <laughs> you have to have people interested, of course, because, you know, there's... there's you're investing so much money in it, and so you have to kind of draw attention to your series from the very beginning, you know, and then the chemistry between the actors, that's really important. Yeah. And people will watch a show based on chemistry, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and then not to be predictable or to leave people hanging. When you leave people hanging and they want to know what the truth is of the situation, they'll keep watching, yeah. which is why it's so important to Oh, yeah. yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, I wanted to ask you about, uh, I was looking over your website, and I noticed you uh, have a love of photography. Yes. Yeah. Can, can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. You know, I, um, since I was little, I was writing in a journal when I was on the trains in Europe and backpacking and a social worker, and um, I just always loved photography and taking photos, and so um, the more I was taking photos, the more my friends and my family was telling me that, you know, I had an eye. And I kept hearing, I have an eye for it. You know, you have an eye for it. And so then what happened is 
You know how when you're good at something, mm-hmm. um, you end up loving it because you're good at it? Yeah. <laughs> it's just the way it works. If you're good at something, you love it. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I was just told that I was good, and so I just kept, you know, taking photos and photos, but the truth is that it, that's also a roller coaster. I go through phases and periods where I don't, I don't write poetry and I don't take photos, but I'll be designing jewelry or I'll be dancing tango. So it all really, really depends on how I'm expressing my creativity. But mm-hmm. if I'm not expressing, I just don't find the level of peace and happiness that I like to have in my life. I, I need to be expressing creatively, regularly. You know, so. Um, Sounds like you're busy yeah. all the time doing something. <laughs> you have to do something, right, to express. Well, in your photographs, I noticed, um, I don't know if you call it, are they black and white? You know, where you use black and white, but then you have a tinge of color in them? Is that still called black and white? To me, it is. I mean, if you have one little color, um, I still consider it black and white. I mean, I don't know how you do that. (laughs) But I just, uh, you know, when you have all those megapixels and you play around with your camera and you start shooting things that emit a feeling, you know, some kind of feeling. And so when they asked me to do this um, exhibition for charity, and I think Forrest Whitaker was in it, and Susan Sarandon, and and, and, uh, it was by American Photo Magazine, Um, I said, sure, and I had three days to do it, and it was a rainy day in Santa Monica, and I went real early in the morning, and I just took these photos, and they... um, they actually printed them, mm-hmm. and you know they said that they really liked my stuff. So it was it was very nice. It was a nice experience, and I, I think I need to do more of that. Lately, I've been playing these darker roles, and it's introduced me to a whole new world within acting um, that I'm experiencing acting in a different way now. Yeah. So that's what I've been focusing on. But I think I will get back to photography and writing. I mean, those pictures, some of them, they they have a a certain mood and feel to them. It's it's very. Um, I, I thought they were very nice pictures. To me, photography is about capturing that moment and that mood. So even if you're photographing uh, someone's face, it's that one moment where they're they're not thinking. It's more they're in their body feeling. And I want to capture that moment when someone's feeling because then when you print that, you will feel what that person was feeling. Mm -hmm. And I find find that that's what art is meant for, is to change somebody's state, Mm -hmm. state of mind. Yeah. Well, and, and music does that too. Yeah, it yeah. Changes your mood, you know, and I love that. I love to be able to affect people in a positive way. Hmm. Uh, Laura, I want to finish up here, but we, um, I got two questions left for you. Sure. Um, what is your favorite all-time TV show or shows? Not necessarily ones you were in, but you know, shows that that, that you you enjoy. Law and Order. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if Law and Order is um, SVU or CI or the regular Law and Order. I've been watching that for at least at least seven years, and I can watch five of them in a row. Yeah, I, I think they're very smartly written. I think they're based on true stories. Um, lately, my other favorite, of course, is Gossip Girl. But but, but you know, and that's more entertainment. It's scandalous. It's right. <laughs> But Law and Order, I just find them to be so interesting and intriguing, and I always want to know who did it. Yeah. <laughs> huh. so 
I'm being really honest when I say that that's one, that's one show that I can always watch. It doesn't matter what mood. I'm always looking for it. Yeah. What about movies? What's your favorite movie? If you, if you sit down someday and pop something in the, the, the DVD player what, or Blu-ray, what are you watching? But the ones, I like movies that affect me. I really like, like Elephant Man to me. Mm-hmm. Every time I watch it, I go straight to the heart and I fall crying. I just, I just, it just opens my heart up 100%. And I like that. I like to, to have that compassion. And so that I find to be a masterpiece. And there's so many. I love Moulin Rouge. I love, um, and I love the classics, you know. There's so many. I mean, there's just so many. It's, it's funny because I, there's movies that I can watch over and over again. Elizabeth, I love. Yeah. Now, do you tend to lean more toward if a musical is on or a drama? Would you go for a musical, a drama, or a comedy? Drama. Drama? Yeah. Yeah? I love the movies of the 70s. Mm-hmm. They're so great. And, yeah. um, but, no, lately I've been, I love those, the real goofy comedies. Like, I'll go see them. I can't wait to see Take It to the Grief. can't wait to see them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just love those films that you don't have to think. Right. Hangover was just made me laugh like crazy. Mm-hmm. Did you like that one? Yep. <laughs> it's just fun. It's fun yeah. to laugh and to giggle. But you have to go with someone that's not too serious. Right, yeah. Because it ruins it for you if they're too serious and they don't find the humor. It's like, you feel embarrassed that you're laughing. <laughs> so, well, Laura, uh, it's been a pleasure having you on the show, and, and we're all going to be watching Law and Order tonight to, uh, thank you, you know, so catch you thank on you that. For your support, it's been, it's been my pleasure to talk to you. All right. Well, thank you, Laura. Take care, see you guys. Well, we want to thank Laura so much for taking the time to talk to us. She was a great guest, and she's you know just done so many things. I mean, you know, going all around the world, and and of course being Miss USA, and uh, uh, working with all these great actors. And uh, you know, she's got so many more things coming your way. So keep an eye out for Laura. She's got some uh, more things in the works. She says, and we'll find out about what's going on with her on those. I'm sure in the very near future. And of course tonight, watch Law and Order. Criminal Intent, it's going to be on. Laura's going to be there, so you'll get a chance to see her and uh, watch her on that show. So, uh, we had a little audio problem there, and I apologize for that, but, uh, you know, it was such a uh, bad connection. I don't know what it was, but uh, we tried to correct it, but uh, really didn't have too much time to finagle with it because we had to get it right up. So, anyways... um, that's about it for this episode of On Screen and Beyond. And remember to check our website, onscreenandbeyond.com, and uh, see what's coming your way. And you never know when we're going to pop up another show, so uh, keep listening for them. And, of course, this weekend we'll have another show coming your way, so stick around for that. Another great guest coming your way, and it's all happening right here on On Screen and Beyond. So until then, this is Brian Zemrak. Take care.